We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly um, and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad. It struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus is Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Sorry I've been away for a couple days at a time. Mixture of personal life and newly elected life. I have less time than ever. But hey, it is it is what it is. I am a man of the people after all. I am an anarchist of the people who's been elected to office. Anyway, <clears throat> as your duly elected anarchist, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, thought I'd go back to something that really fueled this episode, this whole series being taken seriously by me because originally it was just like little joke episodes i would do here or there you know it wasn't anything super serious and then the lockdowns happened and i started getting more serious about doing the podcast and we get to talk about the thing that really was the bread and butter for a while the covid vaccine uh and manufacturing narratives versus reality and i'm happy to be back here now i see you see the date that says may article we'll get into after this is a lot newer i promise but this is for some context i want to 
you see it all over, right? Oh, well, we have 98% of the population vaccinated. No, 90% of the vaccination populated. Vaccination population in the hole in the higher is about in the 90s. You hear that thrown around. Sometimes they really want to fear you. They'll say only about 75 to 80% of Americans are vaccinated. I think it's far less than that. And I will be backing up my claim. And it's not just here in the U.S. I think worldwide. It's less than that. But right here, you know, this is a article that's going to go into a little bit of that as well. And I want to remind you, these vaccines were developed through tax dollars. That this man right here, who happens to be in this ad, you see this guy right here? You see him? He's the one who signed all those contracts at Warp, Spree, Warp Speed to give all these other, you know, manufacturers, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, Merck, AstraZeneca, you name it, they made it. We'll give you these millions of dollars in taxpayer dollars, including how much ever per shot paid in advance of taxpayer funds to secure the vaccination of the population. And it didn't work out. You are still, as an American taxpayer, paying for vaccines that you likely do not have. Doesn't that just scream we threw tea into a harbor for taxation purposes? Doesn't that just scream that shit to you? But let's get in this article, shall we? Watch, Moderna tosses out 30 million COVID-19 vaccine doses because nobody wants them. Uh, no shit, nobody wants them. By Heather Hamilton, social media reporter, May 26, 2022 at 10.10 10 a.m. <clears throat> Moderna CEO, Stefan Bankel announced his pharmaceutical company is throwing out millions of its COVID-19 vaccine doses due to a, quote, big demand problem. And I'd like to say uh, thank Jimmy Dore for putting the story on my radar, but I'm going a different angle with it. Bankel's comments came while speaking at a, on a panel at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland this week. <coughs> You will have the vaccination. Why will throw the vaccination away? Let's check this clip out. Is there an ad? knows, we're now throwing those into the garbage. It's, it's sad to say. I'm in the process of throwing 30 million doses into the garbage because nobody wants them. Uh, we have a big demand problem. We right now have uh, governments. We try to contact not only Seth, who is doing great work with his team. Hold up. Look at how sad these people look. Look how angry this fucking flabby whore looks. God, I love the fucking misery in these evil cunts' faces. Can we just say together on the count of three, they will own nothing and they will be unhappy? One, two, three. They will own no one and they will be extremely unhappy. Why didn't you quote me properly? What the fuck? thought we were in this together. Try to contact not only Seth, who is doing great work with his team trying to get demand into the countries, but also we got... To try and get demand into the countries you got that this is a global pandemic the issue is already in these countries the issue is nobody wants these fucking vaccines dog so you want to push the demand into these countries what is this demand you're pushing i'm so curious because again the thing causing the demand of vaccines is covid which is already in all these countries so you have the demand the supply should be the issue you're running into, but you seem to have the supply without the demand. That is not a product make. Contacted through the Washington's 
the embassies in Washington, every country, and nobody wants to take them. And so the challenge we have now is it's a very different situation than we had two years ago. The problem we had two years ago is there was no mRNA capacity in the world, zero. The situation is very different today. Modern has $3 billion of annual capacity. Pfizer has $4 billion doses at $7 billion. And the Chinese don't want the vaccines of mRNA. So if you just take the, just the Chinese population out, you have more than a dose per person. And as we just discussed, the issue... The issue with monitoring uh, the COVID numbers in China is they cook their numbers. I mean, WHO even lied about their numbers for the first two and a half years of this whole pandemic. Like, come on. Or first year and a half, my apologies, like 2021, when it came out that the WHO was covering up numbers. And I believe it was The Intercept that reported that. I talked about it on here. The, the, the Intercept, The Independent, or Axios. It was one of the two that talked about it. Seems like agent history now, but it was only a few months back, really. Um, <clears throat> China does not report their numbers accurately. They are genuinely saying that we will get COVID rates to zero. Um, how? I mean, they are killing people in mass over there, but we don't know the actual number of any of the fucking COVID tests or how many people have died in China. All we know is that China is where a lot of these vaccines have been manufactured. And we also know they're collecting our DNA through the fucking return strips and uh, in, in the uh, COVID tests. It's a little alarming. But it is also interesting. They have a zero COVID policy and they don't want anything to do with these vaccines. Hmm. In many countries, these people don't want vaccines. In the US, people don't want vaccines. Around the world, we have a lot of people who don't want the vaccine. That's the problem Seth and his team are working against. So we don't have a capacity issue around the planet. It is not true. It was true two years ago. It's not true today. Rebel News. Rupert Murdoch's newest pet. Moving on. Quote, it's very sad to say that I'm in the process of throwing away 30 million doses in the garbage because nobody wants them. We have a big demand problem, Bankel said. Bankel said Moderna has reached out to several countries to see if any governments want the vaccines, but... Oh, what the fuck was that? Did you guys see that jump just now? Weird. Alright, sorry. Uh, but that the interest is not there. Arizona Gov. do see signs bill banning COVID-19 mandates. Mmm. I mean, <laughs> Carrie Lee's taking your job, but... Mmm. Or wait, is she governor... Well, hold on. What, what the fuck did Carrie Leak run for? Why am I blanking on this? Uh... Governor. Yep, it was governor. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to make sure because sometimes I'll say like Senate or Congress and I don't mean to. I don't mean to be wrong. Quote, we right now have governments we tried to contact through the embassies in Washington. Have you tried the embassy in Kabul? I hear they're taking phone calls right now. Every country, and nobody wants to take them. The Moderna chief said, quote, And so, the challenge we have right now is very different from the one we had two years ago. The issue in many countries is that people don't want vaccines. Bankel said, <clears throat> Bankel added, specifically referencing the United States. Bankel's comments come as Moderna Chief Medical Officer Paul Burton announced plans to release new Omicron boosters for the fall. Ooh, is it 
pumpkin spice flavored chief? I'm curious. Now, it's interesting nobody wants these. Have you guys seen the new uh, Pfizer COVID-19 sales pitch? It, uh, we are 5% safer than Moderna. That's their new advertising angle they're going with. We are 5% safer. <laughs> uh, fuck me. I told you we were going to go to a new story, or a newer story, didn't I? Look at this. Young men's myocarditis uh, carditis risk five times higher with Moderna versus Visorvax. And we have more to look into after this. But, dude, people just don't want the vaccine in general. For fuck's sake, natural immunity and vitamin C has shown to be the one-two punch that fucks up COVID's day. And this is endemic. Drop the pandemic bullshit. This is endemic, meaning it will be a part of our life and society forever. And we're not going to sit here and fucking cower forever. Oh, by the way, how about this? Fucking polio. You see you see this shit? Polio's uh, apparently running around again. Oh, that's nice. Because you just see someone's up and about this early in the fucking morning. I say recording this at four. <sighs> Drinking coffee. But let's get into this, shall we? Young men's myocarditis risk five times higher with Moderna versus Pfizer Vax. But Canadian studies find that eight weeks interval before second dose attune some of the risks. Risk of heart inflammation following the second dose of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine was subsequently higher in younger men with Moderna products. Spike Vax. Versus Pfizer's BioNTech uh, <clears throat> community. Through some of the risks, though some of the risks were reduced with longer spacing between doses, a population-based study from Canada found cases of myocarditis or pericarditis were higher in men ages 18 to 24, reaching 299.5 cases per million. Second doses of Moderna vaccine, 95%, uh, centralized to 171.2 to 489.4. That is a wide gap, dog. That's at least almost four times higher. You could fit roughly four of these in one of these. I'm just, I'm not good at math, all right? As compared to 5.59 uh, Point two cases per million second dose of Pfizer's vaccine 95 percent 19.2 to 138.1 these are massive gaps in, in, in chances bro reported Sarah Butcham PhD of Public Health Ontario in tomato I mean Toronto and colleagues in Gemma Network open. In the group of men, an eight-week interval no longer lowered the second... By the way, these people were part of this experiment to get vaccinated. They're literally jab rats. That's funny. That's funny to me. Eight weeks interval or longer lowered the second dose risk, but it was still markedly high with Moderna's products. Moderna. 132.5 cases per million. Second dose, 95%. That's meaning 95% had heart issues. Pfizer, 11.1 cases per million, 95%. 
at 0 0.361.6. Again, these are massive jumps. It could be this many could be could have an issue to this many could have an issue. That's a big fucking gap in every situation, my guy. Quote, although myocarditis and pericarditis follow the receipt of mRNA vaccines is rare. Is it though? The findings of this study suggest that modifying mRNA COVID-19 vaccination programs to incorporate age-based products considerations and a longer interdose interval uh, intervals may reduce the risk of these events, Butchman and co-authors concluded. Data on boys 12 to 17 were only available with Pfizer's product because that's the only one that's currently approved for kids. Uh, Moderna's vaccine was not authorized in Canada for this age group during the study period. And this group saw an even higher rate of myocarditis following the second dose. So a bunch of parents are killing their kids. Nice. 97.3 cases per million. This is not going on YouTube. <laughs> 95% and 60.3 to 148.8 than children uh, older than older males who received Pfizer's vaccine following last week's FDA authorization of the Moderna vaccine in children 6 to 17 and a lot of kids are going to die and CDC's discussion with its Advisory Committee on Immunization <laughs> Practices, the CDC said it plans to recommend an eight-week spacing for Moderna's vaccine on in boys 12 to 17. A lot of kids going to die tonight. This is good coffee. Chock full of nuts, man. Great coffee. Also learned right from the bucket list of all places. Another good movie. Jack Nicholson. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Good movie. Although the absolute numbers were small, there were a consistent there was a consistent reduction in the rates of myocarditis or pericarditis with increasing intervals between doses, with the lower rates occurring among individuals with interdoses intervals. Oh, my audio cut off for a second. Of fifty six days or more, noted Eric S. Weinstraub. Uh, MH, uh, MPH of the CDC and co-author writing in an accompanying editorial quote in addition data from other countries indicates that vaccines effectiveness may be higher uh, with interdoses interval of mRNA vaccinations of six to, six to eight weeks compared to three to four week intervals that is recommended in the U.S. Yeah, you know, uh, I've re-uploaded some of these episodes recently to my bit shoot and my Rumble. But for those of you who know me more for the podcast, by the way, if you want to follow me on other platforms, I'm everywhere now. I'm like COVID. Now, I had a lot of coworkers. Uh, uh, at the time, I worked for a warehouse kind of a job. And I had tons of people around me who were like, man, they try to force that vaccine on me, I'm going to quit. And I was like, I actually fucking will. And, you know, I was, as far as I know, I was the only one who actually stuck to it. And I kept coming, and I was like, yeah, yeah until you have me paperwork saying uh, I'm out of here. I'm going to just keep coming, and I'm not taking that shit. And I didn't. Still, proudly pure blood. Anyway, I'm sitting here. You know, and I'm unloading trucks. One of my coworkers just grabs his chest and fucking heaves on over. And I've talked about this. This was like a year ago. Uh, the guy came, 
did, and they did all the vaccinations in the dirty Asbury. If you take a white paper towel and you rub it on the handle of the fridge or on the top of a table, you're going to get a thick black muck on your fucking towel. And it's not because they're unclean. No, it's because we're all dirty motherfuckers covered in oil, uh, masking fluid, and all kinds of other nasty shit. You know, I can't go into too many specifics to give away where I worked at the time. Um, but, you know, they didn't want these tables down or anything. They were just doing the vaccination in the break room. And I guarantee you that homie wasn't perforating the needle at all, which is something we did find out they were doing wrong all over the country because they're supposed to put it into the arm and they're supposed to pull it back a little bit to see if they draw blood. They draw blood, they have to restart because they're, they, it, on every one of these vaccines, it says, do not give intravenously and most doctors were giving away intravenously putting it directly into the vein which was uh, making it coagulate and clog up arteries and shit well not arteries but clog up veins uh it was causing hematomas that were body wide because it would just cause the veins to burst and blood build up in other veins would burst it would also congeal in the heart it was bad it was bad and we talked about this is not going on youtube anyway you know everyone i worked with got sick Everyone. This isn't an exaggeration. This isn't me being like, oh, you know, oh, scary scene. No, this is some shit that actually fucking happened. Dude, everyone got sick at some point. And it just seemed like, it was by the, so beginning of the week after the second dose was given. After the first dose, I only had like one or two co-workers who had like any kind of reaction. One of them was just sore arm. And the other one had some uh, like muscle spasms. So he had to get sent home because he was dropping heavy shit. And I was like, oh, well, you know, it's not as bad as I, as, as I was thinking it would be, huh? So kind of silly now because I was all worried about it. I'm not getting it, but, you know, it's not as bad as I was. But then the second dose came, and everyone was getting it. Even the people who had the severe reaction the first time were getting it. Meanwhile, everyone's like, oh, you need to get, you're going to get fired if you don't get it. I had this bitch, head of HR, this fucking millennial bitch. And I could, there are lawsuits going on right now for this. I could get them in trouble for this. They refused my medical, now... You may have gathered this by now. I'm not exactly your most godly individual, but I consider myself fairly Protestant. I was raised Lutheran Catholic with some Jewiness in there. That was a fun Thanksgiving. Anyway, I went for the medical exemption because it had come out that, yeah, this vaccine, all these vaccines were developed using fetal stem cells and fetal research. It's something that, you know, I didn't want to get it. I'm pro-life, not just because of my religious standpoints, but because of my moral standpoints. I'm pro-life. And I believe in next to no, um, oh, what am I looking for here? Uh, any, anyway, uh, outside of like the rare 0.1%, I don't believe in any exceptions to abortion rules. Right. So, you know, I go in, talk to the HR lady and I'm like, Hey, you know, I have a medic, I have a religious exemption here because this vaccine was using this. I had all the articles pulled up. Proceeded to tell me, oh, that's not true. You're just going to have to start looking for a new job soon. Blah, 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 blah. Guess what, bitch? I left on my own accord. And it was well after the vaccine thing came. I left because I wanted to go film the fucking convoy. So I went and I filmed the convoy. The vaccine is not what made me leave, but everyone around me got it. Everyone got sick as fucking... By the way... There's people at this place that I, I delete off all my social media because it was just sad. Because they were like, oh, I'm not going to get fucking forced to do nothing I don't want to do. And then they were like, oh, I got it anyway. And then they quit. They just quit showing up to work. It's like, what the fuck? You were going to quit if they made you get, if they wanted you to get fucking vaccinated. Then you don't fucking quit. Then you just quit showing up to work. You're still alive. 
You posted on fucking Facebook inviting me out to shit, and I was like, nah, fuck you. Between a bunch of my friends dying during the initial lockdowns from suicides and, like, the one person from actual COVID. Uh, I had a bunch of people I was close to just be like, I'm not getting that vaccine shit. And then when they were like, all right, and lose your job, they were like, well, you know what? Maybe a widow jab won't hurt. And I was like, nope, can't be seen with you pussies. Dog, you know me, my feet don't fit in clown shoes. Mm. Shit made me so fucking mad. And then when they got sick, they were like, oh, they're baiting for sympathy. Like, oh, my heart hurts, bro. Yeah, I should have listened. You know, I shouldn't have gotten it, bro. Oh, give me that second dose. Come the fuck on. And I'm sitting here pointing out to them. I'm like, dog, you realize there's four slots on that paper they gave you, right? And you only got, they're saying you only need one booster? Why are there four slots, dog? And then everybody made the joke. Even the Babylon Bee wrote a joke about, like, a tri-fold vaccine passport so you, you can keep all 24 of your boosters listed or whatever the fuck. That's gonna happen, man. Remember, it was only, like, one to two boosters, and now they're talking about fall boosters. They are upwards of five boosters here in the U.S. And some countries are upwards of seven or eight. Dude, this is fucking insane. If conspiracy theorists coming true was a fucking Olympic sport, I would be Michael fucking Phelps right now. And a lot of these people I know, they have serious health problems. They had long-term issues, and they're the only ones re-catching COVID. I had COVID one time. One fucking time in my whole life did I catch COVID. And it was in late 2019, like December 2019, and I didn't even know what it was at the time. The only thing, if you can put yourselves back in that position, right? You know, it's 2019, election election season starting to get going, people are talking about midterms, and then, oh hey, there's this thing going on in China. People are locking down in China. You see this video of people getting, what, like, their front doors welded shut in China? Huh, what's going on over there? And then it broke into Europe, and then it got into, like, other countries around us, got into Canada, and then it appeared in Mexico. And then America was like, uh-oh, I hope it ain't here, and then it came here. But, you know, in 2019, it was only, like, in China and a couple of European places. Like, people didn't know what the fuck was going on. <clears throat> but it wasn't, like, a big thing yet. And I got sick. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't the flu. It was some other shit, at least according to the doctor at the time, because I lived with these two old ladies. Uh, originally, so where I lived at the time was me, my roommate, and my roommate's wife, and then his mom and grandma. Now, his mom was, like, 60. His grandma was, like, 80-something. Uh, when I moved in, their uh, grand granny was in her nineties when she passed. But you know, she's ninety, and she goes out, does her little bingo thing, goes sees the family, goes to church on the Sundays, goes to her doctor's office, comes back. And then about eight to ten days later, I want to say I would say like fourteen, probably more like it. We all got fucking sick. Now, not the two old ladies, go figure. Granny and 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 my roommate's mom, they all seemed fine. Me and my roommate, our bodies were banging, bro. Muscles hurt. Head felt like it was going to fucking explode. If you ever, uh, this can be a very specific thing. And everything I'm about to say follows a big allegedly, all right? Now, let's say you've taken, uh, let's say you've taken acid. And you're on the come down, right? After like two, two, three gel tabs. And you got that headache, right? That acid headache, allegedly, allegedly. And your head's just fucking banging, bro. You're sitting there holding it. It feels like someone's pumping fucking water into your fucking meat meat noggin. You know, you feel like Dig Dug's up there with his bike pump blowing your brain up. Just that kind of headache. I had something like that, but ten times worse. Allegedly compared to, uh... (laughs) 
allegedly compared to acid. Not that I would know what acid tastes like or uh, or the the side effects of acid are. Sorry, I just got a notification from work. Anyway, so you know, doctors come in, and these two ladies are getting visited by uh, like visiting nurses and doctors and shit. Uh, they come in. They prick her finger, they take everybody's blood sample, they come back like a week later, and they're like, yeah, there's this virus going around, it's coronavirus, it's, uh, what was the term they used? Novel. They said it's a novel virus, we haven't seen anything like this before, you know, we're gonna look into it, just quarantine, everyone here is infected, uh, try to stay away from the old ladies as much as you can, this is in December, right? Like, not even January, right? Not even January of 20, of 2020, just... December 2019. And we're sick as fuck. Meanwhile, this 80, this like, you know, 70 year old and 80 year old are just walking around like it ain't shit. Granny's fucking hilarious. She's like, You guys don't look so good. You want grandma to make you some soup? You should eat some. It's like, You gave this to us, you fucking patient zero. Uh, I, I love both of them. God rest their souls. They're great people, but. It's just that I find that so funny that the people who gave me COVID, A, I was probably one of the earliest people in this fucking country to get this goddamn thing, and I haven't had it since. Here we are in 2022. Knock on wood. Hold on. There we go. Knock on wood. I don't get it again, but I was sick for about a week. Got over that shit, and as far as I know, me, I've never had it since, and uh, I don't talk to my old roommate very often, but when we have talked, it's never come up like he's ever had it again meanwhile everyone I know who has COVID a second, third, or fourth time because there are people who have it a fourth time dude it's kind of they're all vaccinated every fucking one of them I'm not saying that the unvaccinated can't catch a second breakthrough case of COVID by no means am I saying that but it doesn't seem to be what's happening no one I know who who isn't vaccinated hasn't gotten COVID more than once and I know two people who claim to have never gotten COVID and I just don't believe them I just don't believe them at that point. It seems like everybody's fucking had except for like these one, two unicorns of fucking people. Should go have some kids together, have some immuno, immuno god tier babies. But I got really off topic with that little rant there. But hey, you learned a little bit more about me, I guess. Cold coffee. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, and I still you know I got coworkers. Different job these days, but you know, I, I've had coworkers who told me that they occasionally have like these sharp chest pains, and they worry like, is this the vaccine? And it's amazing how many people I know who got it just because they were peer pressured into it. And it's not just like one person. I know like five or six people who were like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not gonna get it. But then everybody was like, do it, do it. You're killing grandma. Do it. And they were like, all right, I'll go do an unreversible medical procedure on myself. Why not? Couldn't do it, man. Still won't. What's fucked up is with all these pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens have had stories about them where a mom's like, I don't want my kid to have the COVID vaccine. We're here for the tetanus shot. And then the fucking clinic or the fucking uh, fucking asshole pharmacist there gives the, the kid a full adult dose of the vaccine and the kid fucking dies. Like, it's fucked up. We talked about this story too. Um, but here you go. And I'm going to say allegedly before this, because everything I read when this story first broke out is allegedly 
the pharmacist in question did not do it accidentally. But they're saying here now uh, this was uh, accidentally given a full adult dose of the Pfizer Corona vaccine, which uh, a little bit different than how it was reported back then. But okay, we'll go with it accidentally. But still, people have just been accidentally given uh, a dosage of something labeled COVID-19 vaccine by whatever manufacturer instead of like, you know, tetanus shot or flu shot. Um... I'm like nervous as fuck to get vaccinated. You know, I, I I'm coming uh my I got my tetanus shot. Uh I'm good until twenty twenty eight for my tetanus shot. I got all my other vaccines. It's just I'm nervous to go get vaccinated because what if? You know, what if? What if I am given this shit? And it's not just Walgreens, it was C V S too. Right aided as well. A lot of these places had similar cases where a mom or a dad took their kid in and be like, Hey, give them the flu shot. Why is my kid convulsing? Oh no, I gave your kid a full fucking dose, an adult dose to a seven-year-old for the fucking COVID-19 vaccination. And I did it right in your kid's fucking vein. So your kid's arm's all puffy and he fucking keels over. Oopsie daisies. To the point where a lot of these places started having you sign these, uh, ND, like the, not NDAs, but these like, you know, these, these consent forms saying that uh, essentially if we kill your kid, it's not our fault. We had the tattoo shop I grew up in. You know, our, our, our paperwork all boiled down to essentially sign this line that says if we kill you, it's not our fault. And it's really what it said in legal terms. Like, I'll have to get a copy on the old paperwork, but it, it essentially just translated to very verbose ways of saying if you die during the process of a piercing or a tattoo, we're not liable. But let's wrap this story up real quick, shall we? <clears throat> Although abs- the absolute numbers were small, there was a consistent reduction in the rates of myocarditis or pericarditis. Recommended. I already read that part. With the Pfizer's vaccine, the overall rates of myocarditis or pericarditis across age groups were 15.6 cases per million. First dose of 29 cases per million, uh, per million second doses. Rates following both the first and second doses were lower in females, 8.9 and 11.9 cases per million. Again, you have these like large gaps in, 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 in these numbers here, man. I feel like you can't just fluctuate it. You, you have to really narrow it down to the ballpark estimate here. You can't just go, well, maybe it's 100 to 1,000 people. There's a big fucking berth between 21 and 45, you fuck. You can't just be jumping around the fucking ruling stick like that. Is it closer to 45.3 or is it closer to 21.8? You can't have these wide, long sloths and gap. It gives you too much wiggle room to fuck with it. You have to narrow it down to a ballpark guesstimation or a sumsumation to get the right fucking number. Now, you can find the median. The median may be between, let's say, 21 and 23. That's a bit more of a forgivable error margin. But when the margin of error is literally over 20%, look at this, over 20% between 21 and fucking, I'm retarded. If you double 21, right, you get to 42, and you still don't have the margin of error properly to get to 45.3. Why can't you just narrow it down? Why can't you round it out? Get it closer to the same area. These motherfuckers are in different counties. 21 does not share the same zip code as 45. Maybe you... Is it closer to like 
45.3 to 48.1? Okay. Okay, that's a bit more understandable. That gives you the fluctuation that's reasonable. But when you're having entire gaps like this, 21% to 45% per million, why? Why can't you just find the happy medium between those two? Hmm? I don't know. I don't do science, I guess. Then males at 37.7 and 96.8 cases per million. Jesus fuck, we went from 33 to 96. When the oh, when the time before the second vaccine doses was extended to a minimum of 56 days, overall rate of reported myocarditis and or pericarditis cases decreased dramatically to 9.6 cases per million. Was it 9.6 or was it 22.4 cases per million? Joking ish. Um, a Pfizer's product, 95% uh, to 6.5 and 13.6, big caps, big caps, and 16.2 cases per million doses of Moderna's 95%, 10 uh, 10.2 to 24.6. Weintraub's group pointed to another novel uh, finding from the study, which was that hetero Ooh. Ooh. sorry that the heterologous series with Pfizer's vaccine for the first dose of Moderna's for the second was associated with a higher rate of myocarditis than the two doses of Moderna's product alone cool. oh what hold on uh, Pfizer's vaccine for the first dose and Moderna's for the second dose was associated with a higher rate of myocarditis than the two doses of the... So, if I'm reading that correctly, you mixed and matched, which is something that is another thing that's really changed narratively, hasn't it? It used to be, oh, you can only... If you got Pfizer, you got Pfizer. You can't take Pfizer and Moderna. Now they're saying, oh, mix and match, take whatever the fuck you want. Doesn't matter as long as there's, like, a gap between them. Your stories keep changing, dog. This is why I say, like, the more time goes on, the happier I am I didn't get vaccinated. Quote, The reasons for the significance of this finding are unclear, but it merits further study and replication in other data systems. The editorialist noted. Butchum and colleagues, well, I don't give a fuck what the editorialist noted. They're not the scientists. Maybe they are, but they're not the ones working on this study. Butchum and colleagues' population-based cohort study included a total of 297 reports of myocarditis or pericarditis from December 2020 to uh, September 2020 December 2020 to September 2021 I don't know if you guys can hear that or not there's a military base not too far from here and helicopters flying over mm. um among 19.7 million mRNA doses administered in Ontario, Canada, Jesus, that's a lot of people in one place, data was derived, derived from the Ontario COVID-19 vaccine registry and passive vaccine safety surveillance system. Most patients, 97.6%, required an emergency department visits of 17.7%. Needed hospitalizations in 14 cases required intensive care 
Patients, most patients, 97.6% of the patients required emergency department visits. 70%, 70 70.7% needed hospitalization and 14 cases required intensive care at 4.7. Jesus. Average age of the myocarditis, pericarditis patients was 24 years old and 76.8% uh, were males. In females, the highest risk following the second dose was also among those 18 to 24-year-olds at 69.1 cases per million. 95% uh, 14.2 to 201.9 with Moderna or 0.9 with Moderna's vaccine, and 27.4 per million, 95%, 3.3, and 99.0 with Pfizer's. Over two-thirds, 69.7, of cases overall follow the second dose of the two doses of mRNA vaccine series, and 97.1 of the patients had symptoms arise within 30 days of the second dose. And that is the end of this. Now, remember what I said about it not just being an American thing, but a global thing? Looking for the story, I just typed in, Moderna destroys vaccines. And look what comes up. Switzerland to destroy over... That's a lot of zeros. 60,000 expired doses. England, up to 40 million COVID-19 vaccines. 400 million COVID vaccines to be dumped by Baltimore. Swiss to destroy 620,000 expired Moderna vaccines. More than 82 million COVID vaccine doses wasted in the U.S. The mysterious 2 billion biotech... Oh, what the fuck is this? The mysterious 2 billion biotech is revealing the secrets behind the new drug and vaccines. I'll have to save this for a different day. But that is noted. Oh, man. They're just dumping them. People are not wanting these vaccines. They're getting tossed out and thrown away. So... You know, that brings me to the end of this episode and the start to record on you. Hey, I went to 90 subs. Nice. Um, thanks for all the support, guys. I appreciate it over here. You know, we posted memes and news articles as much as we can. Well, me. I guess just me replaced. Turn the M upside down. You get we. But uh, I appreciate all the support I've been getting over here on BitChute and over at Rumble. YouTube isn't really a thing I take that seriously anymore. I took it serious for like three months. I was like, eh, you know what, I'll branch out. But that being said, I've been James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls, powered by Sin Media. And I shall catch you guys again later. All articles and references will be in the description of this podcast below, as well as the platforms in which you can follow me and see what shenanigans I get up to. Uh, excluding Twitter, because I am banned on Twitter still for going on a month and a week now for sharing a video of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden without Hunter or Joe Biden's permission, despite them being public figures. I shall catch you guys later.